Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Elevate your summer with Osea's best-selling body care set. It's everything you need for radiant summer skin on the go. Featuring travel sizes of Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral skincare, like their best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Right now, you can get the best-seller's body care set, a $78 value, 33% off. And use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Hello, my name is Bob the Drag Queen. I'm on Exchange. And, and this, this is Sibling, sibling Advisory. Advisory. Do people ask you for advice? People often, not often, people do ask me for advice. I mean, I'm uh, on the internet, yes, a lot. But in terms of, and I have like my close group of friends that often ask me for advice. Um, so I guess, yeah, people do ask me for advice a lot. And who do you ask for advice the most from? Um, I have like three people I ask for advice from. I ask you, I ask Jay, and I ask Dewan. Those are like my three sounding boards pretty much all the time. And why do you, why do you pick us three for your uh, advice giving? What is it about our moral compass or our um, reasoning that you tend to lean into us? I think th- you all three of you are level-headed people. You guys are pretty level-headed. You guys often don't give biased advice, and that's what I like. I like I like advice as I like advice that is unbiased and level-headed. Because I often, so I sometimes don't think levelly in like ten situations when I'm like getting wild. So I like people who do. I know you said you guys. Do you not think that women are in your life are worthy of giving you advice? Or are no women in your life who you think give good advice? Yeah, fuck all of them. They all give shit advice. I would never ask any person who identifies as a woman to give me advice. They're terrible. Well, welcome to Sibling Advice. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> and I'm on Exchange. And this is the new frontier. 
Yeah, we're doing a new thing called sibling watchery. I just want to let you all know. This sibling is advisory. Not fi- You're already saying the wrong thing. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this, is, this is not official um, advice. This We are not professionals in um, therapy or in uh, science or in um, uh, any sort of area except, I can speak for myself, uh, drag and the comedy is where I'm an area. And I'm sure Monet is uh, music and drag and and, probably, and makeup um, uh, and beauty. I can give you advice on all those things. I mean, you're, you're not a, you're not a, you're not a professional makeup artist. I'm not. A, I don't think you need to be a professional makeup artist to get beauty advice. I was advice. saying what we're professionals in. I didn't say what we're. I said this is the thing that we are professional. Well, in. I will say who says we're not. I mean, I have I do makeup on myself for a I would lot. Say the lack of a. I would say the lack of a license would say that you're not a a um a qualified professional. So someone who doesn't have a music degree makes them not a professional musician? No. No, that's not what I said. I said someone who does not have a license in cosmetology is probably not some sort of a licensed professional um, who has followed, who has uh, met some standards and practices. You can be an you know expert they... in something and not have a license in it. Okay, well, that's professional. How about that? Professional. I mean, okay, professional. Well, you know, well, you, you, maybe you are an expert in makeup, but I will say this. The advice we're given today should be taken with a grain of salt. Yes, Whether it's about sure. drag, whether it's about relationships, religion, whatever advice we're giving you, take it with a grain of salt and a shot of penicillin. Um, and let's let the questions roll. Yeah, this, so this is our new deviation. This is our, this is a new subsection of the sibling franchise. We have rivalry, where we fucking fight. We have watchery, where we watch series and give our opinions and and talk through them. And we, this is advisory um, that's going to do everything that Bob just said. And again, I want to say for myself, because this, I, I want to say multiple times, because I know without a shadow of a doubt, Bob, you know this. Bob, can you put, can you take your phone off the table? You're the one always dee 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 dee. Bitch, that's you. <laughs> Everyone knows your ringtone. So so <laughs> let, let's get it real. So I want to say it again because I know, Bob, and you know that someone is going to comment and be like, who gives them the... This is Bob and I giving our opinions about how we feel about things, how we would handle it, what we would do. If yeah. you don't like that, then don't listen to this podcast. The only thing Monet is an expert on is when you should finish your antibiotics. Um, let's go into... <laughs> So Jacob, did you rename these people? Yes. Okay. So oh, okay. our first, our first one is Bob. You had said before that it took you a while to find a partner and that you would be single for a while. What changed for you? I feel like I'm destined to be looking for the rest of eternity. Sincerely, single forever. This is giving very dear Abby. Single um, forever. So yeah, Bob. What made what, you? What, what changed that for you? So. I was going through a, a period of time where I was not finding mutual attraction. And I also was very career focused. I think that Jacob and I made each other at a point in my life where my career was really shifting. And I wasn't constantly, constantly looking for my next gig or my next project. I was working on one thing for six months. Well, I mean, a few things. I was working on my show at Oasis. My, sh- I guess it's a lot. For me, it didn't seem like a lot. For us... Doing a a, sh- a show twice a month at Oasis, doing a show eight times a week at Berkeley Rep, and then starting a podcast was like pretty chill. <laughs> that was that was like a, a that was a very level schedule. I was like, yeah. I am relaxed, honey. <laughs> um, and you know, Jacob and I met on Grinder, and we we he like reached out to me again like after a while, and then I reached out to him when I got back to San Francisco, 
And we just kept hanging out. And then he came to my house and wouldn't leave. So I was like, we might as well start dating. I think that it was um, maybe, I don't know. I just ended up meeting someone who I had a lot in common with who I seemed to hit it off with. And I felt like I also wasn't really looking. Like I was just, I really was just looking to hook up. And then we ended up like being together. Well, what what do you, what say to you to the people? Because that's a lot of people say that they're like, you know what? You'll find him when you you'll find him or her when you're not looking. You'll find them when you're not looking. That's like when it happens. I think that you could look and still find someone. I yeah, think agreed. That, I think that maybe what we could all do is shift our idea of what a relationship is supposed to be. Maybe we could shift our idea of what it means to be in love or to be with someone. Um, from some romanticized uh, version you've seen on television or in movies or in a book or even in your own friend group. For everyone, love is different. Relationships are different. Love for you might not look like love for your parents. The I kind agree. of love your parents had might not look like the kind of love that you have. And the kind of love that your your best friend has might look different than yours. I mean, we were talking to a friend recently who was like, my relationship with my boyfriend, he was explaining it, and I was like, oh, this is, this is so different than me and Jacob <laughs> like this is just not how how we are but it is working for him and they really seem to be getting along very very well yeah on the and on the opposite side of that if if the way that you picture love to be is the way that you want it you're not willing to change from that then you can't be upset that you don't find what you're looking for and maybe you will find that eventually but i think that you had to really open yourself up to experience what love is supposed to be for you not what you want it to be for you like the you, love for you maybe you have an idea of that love it will be um a single monogamous relationship you and this person but maybe you your spirit wants you to be polyamorous or aversely maybe you're like oh i can only be open i only want to have multiple partners and polyamorous and open or maybe the person for you might be someone who it, it, it might be a, a monogamous a monogamous relationship i think that you just have to just open yourself to what like what the possibilities are endless in love and relationships especially um today so just lean into that well i don't believe in the person for you i believe in a person for you i don't believe in um like true loves and like uh one true love and like soulmates i don't i don't believe in that stuff work i think that we're probably compatible with lots of people um, and if the idea of like a thing, single one soulmate doesn't speak to me, but I do think that for some people there is the one they're looking for and, and they find them and then they get married and they live happily ever after again. And happily ever after doesn't mean like nothing ever happens. They don't get mad. They don't get, they don't get a divorce. And that's another thing too. People are like, I, oh, what do you think mean like once the, you find, what do you mean by like the one they want to be like, I, I believe that, I believe that honestly, if Jacob and I had met, I would have just met someone else that I was also very compatible with. Like, I think there are lots of people in the world that I'm very compatible with. I just haven't met them or we haven't landed in a circumstance where we would be able to date or I met them or they're older than me or, or, or younger than me or they're or they're in a different country or they're on a different, you know, time zone. Or they they work the night shift and I work the day shift and it won't work. But um, I think that I think that we are compatible with lots of people. We just happen to meet a few of them because. Sure, for- yeah. Sure, for you, but I think for some people, they find that one person, and in their mind, that's the only person that they feel like they can be with, and they end up being together for 50 years or 20 years, or they're together for 10 and they divorce, and then after that, they just date because they don't feel like they'll find that person again, and I think that's fine, too. I just feel like it's whatever you can fall asleep to at the end of the night or or when you close your eyes when you die, like whatever makes you happy and keeps you in that place, then good for you. Yeah, being trying to... 
I mean, so you know how I feel about the one. Like, it is just really, it puts a lot of weight on that person. And then, God forbid, something ever happened to that person. They're dead, and you lost the one. The one the one came and went, and now they're dead, and you're you're single to the day you die. And, and, you can, I don't, and, and now you're free to fuck or, and be a whore for the rest of your life if you want to, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't subscribe to that ideology, but I think that what worked for me was um, finding someone who... Um, who I'm compatible with. It's all about it's all about compatibility, love. And luckily, we're very compatible, right? It's just you. Work. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So that was a single forever. Let's move on to the next one. And this is from Two Guys in Love. My brother and I are identical twins. We were always like extremely... We were always extremely close growing up, and we were teens. And when we were teens, we started experimenting sexually with each other. After a couple of years, Girl, we realized... stop reading for a second. You just kept reading like that was... You just kept reading. You just really kept reading. I wanted really to take it all said, in. You said, yeah, well, I think one of these twins wants to take it all in, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's getting really, it's getting really juicy, very not really the Zik, quick. Not the Zakar twins writing us. Girl, very Zakar twins, bitch. If y'all, the like, Zakar twins are two guys the twins, who used to tour with uh, Murray and Peter. Not the Zakar twins writing us. Um, <laughs> okay. After a couple of years, we realized we had fallen in love. Girl, Ten years Jacob, can I get a drink, please? This is getting wild. I need. A, can you give me a drink and some of the squirty stuff, please? Some water. And not this the, is getting not crazy. the squirty stuff. I want one of these, these just like just like these twins. Give each other the squirty stuff. This is oh, what is it? Clickety clack. Clickety clack. What are the comments that are back? Because I asked Jacob, I asked Jacob to Google something, and I said, "Can you clickety clack any of that?" And then they said. How does Bob ask Jacob to suck his dick? Can you give me a slurpity slurp? <laughs> Wasn't it suckity suckity? It's in the cabinet um, where the ba- flyby jing is. It's like, someone said, does Bob look at Jacob and say, can I get that suckity slurpity? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Keep reading. This is just getting, this is getting crazier and crazier every time. Ten years later, we're still together in secret. People keep... Be- People keep asking us if we're looking to settle down and find a long-time partner, but we're happy the way things are. Do it owe to, or I think they meant do we owe it. Do we owe it to other people to share our relationship with them? Can we get in legal trouble for coming out? How to, how do we get other people to stop prying into our personal lives? Sincerely, two guys in love. That is wild. That is is wild. Oh, my God. Well, number one, I don't, um, you you can't get in the league. I mean, depending on where you live, I'm assuming. What in the Alabama is going on in on I'm this assuming America, today? so you can't get in trouble for coming out. You can't get in legal trouble for coming out. You can come out with whatever. But I think but if you mean coming out as a couple legally, I mean I'm sure there are some states laws that may be against that in certain places that I'm not aware of. I think but you're maybe. allowed to fuck your siblings. Are I you legally allowed- in certain states? I think you're allowed to legally fuck your siblings as long as you're both consenting. Really? I think there are some laws about procreating because yeah. it, I think and Jim, can you clickety clackety <laughs> can you google that please I think there are some laws about procreating because um, I think there's a thing with if, you, if you're closely related to someone you have children it can be it can negatively impact their health yeah right um, but and no, I, I don't think like, I don't think that they, they obviously don't these two can't procreate Obviously, these right. are going to procreate. I mean, yeah, yeah, they they, they can't. Um, but, but I don't. They don't. You don't owe it to anyone to share your relationship with them. If you like having your relationship in secret, then that's your business. But with that, no people are going to pry, especially if you have friends and family who you're close to. They are going to want to pry and find out, like, did you like who you're dating? So you're so you're constantly going to be living in this cycle of lying to people about your about your life and about who you about who you love rhode island ohio and new jersey are the only states where incest is legal wow (laughs) wait those three states are the only states that it's legal or illegal so if you want to fuck your brother i recommend you go to rhode island ohio or new jersey yeah i i i I knew there was between adults This is from um, criminaldefenselawyer.com. Incest between adults is a felony punishable by five years to life wow. in prison, depending on state laws. Incest against children is punishable as severely, if not more so. 
as are other cases of child and sexual abuse, all blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that... Um, so yes, they can. You can get in if you if if you don't live in one of those three states, Bob said you can get in legal trouble for coming out of like your relationship. You know, this is really testing my my um, consensual adults. Um, I'm, legally, like I'm like two consenting adults, whatever you want. Um, you can't. I will say this: you will have a very hard time finding acceptance from people if you are fucking your brother you will have a very very hard time getting acceptance from anyone in your family probably unless they're also doing it you probably have a hard time getting acceptance from your friends and you'll certainly have a hard time getting acceptance from people in the world at large um, but you know what? There is there are there are porn star twins though. Like I I've seen this. Like someone has shown me like these twin brothers that they have sex with each other. So they must be having sex in one of those three states you mentioned. Or they're not American. And I also know that um, there's also a big thing on on porn where people are twins but they're not twins. They're just people who look alike. No, this it's is like this is like a, they, these these are famous twin brothers. And they fuck each other. Yeah, they they suck each other's dicks and they fuck each other. It's like a thing. I mean. Girl, I mean, tw- so this is a proper, popularly referred to on the internet as twincest, twin which cest. is usually when two when two boyfriends look alike, they call it twincest. It's like a a jokey thing. Yeah, but this is literally fucking your identical twin, and I, you know, I'm it, I it, if I'm being honest, it it I I feel uncomfortable discussing this. I it everything in my socialization tells me this is. This is a problem. Yeah. Morally speaking, I have a hard time coming to a place where consensually fucking your brother is wrong morally in my brain. But my socialization, everything in my socialization says this is horrible. Don't do this. Yeah. I mean. I had to get a drink on this one, girl. The water, Waterloo save the day, girl. Waterloo come through. Well, you know what? This is so funny because I don't... It was some time you ago... Think it's I funny. With, you think it's just as funny? <laughs> it was some time ago. I was with some... I don't know who I was with. I don't know what if it was... I don't know who I was talking to this about, but the, the twin porn star brothers came up, and everyone was talking about like how hot it was, and they wanted to watch. I was like, I have no interest in watching that. And they were like, girl, it's hot. I was like, I don't think so. I don't think two twins... Having sex with with each other, I don't want to see that. That's not like that's not like a turn on for me. Everyone else thought it was really hot, and then the conversation got on. Well, girl, if you had like a twin brother, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to like see his dick. I'm like, no, I really would not. I'm not interested. I was like, a, if we're twins, we have the same devices, so I don't need to see that's that. Not, that's not that's not true. It, it, um, identical twins do not have always have the same. Their bodies are not literally identical, and their penises and their genitals and their pussies are not always the same. Um, the Zakar twins famously did penis moles of themselves on YouTube, and they're they two different. Yes, they did. There and they are two different dicks. Are you telling me that you wouldn't fuck Devin Burton? Absolutely not. To me, that's so De- dude, Devin and Ke- Devin and Kevin. It's Devin my Burton. brother. That is so crazy to me. So, but then, but that's the thing. We got on that conversation. They were like, "Well, girl, if you had a twin brother, you're like, y'all wouldn't, you wouldn't like suck his dick or something." I was like, "No, I don't want to see it. I don't want to suck it. That would, that would be so weird. It's my brother." So it makes me, I, I wouldn't either. It makes me wonder how many twins are sucking each other's dicks and eating yeah. each other's pussies. It makes me wonder, like, how often are twins like, yeah, are, I don't are know, twins bro. like, I just want to see if your dick looks like my dick. 
I also want to point out, I don't think it is weird for um, young people to, like, want to see each other's genitals. That seems oh, yeah, pretty not. normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between, like, friends and even families, like, I want to see what you have. You know, children are, are very curious people. Yeah. Um, but, so, you know, I, 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 I want to say best of luck to you all, but I, I just hope that you find what you need in life. And I do think that um, you will have a very hard time getting people to accept um, your relationship. Um, did, is this a real thing or did you make these up? This is real? And were they submitted anonymously? Girl. Girl. Well, my advice to you guys is know that, if again, if you do not live in one of the three states that Bob mentioned, you will get in legal trouble for coming out in a relationship together, for having sex together. And um, and I and I don't think you can stop people from prying into your lives, especially if they're close friends and family. They're going to want to know about your life. And not only that you're it's a stranger not your just, family. It's not just because you're dating, you, you might possibly be fucking each other, but everyone's like, especially if, if you're a decent person, you know what's the most annoying question to be asked when you are by when you're single is why are you single? Bitch. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Bitch. <laughs> unless I unless I recently broke up, bitch, I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if y'all are happy living secretly and but it, it seems like you're not happy because you because people keep on prying, people want to know, so you want to like share this with people. So it doesn't seem like you're happy doing it in secret, but if you come out, there's there can be legal trouble, and you can you can lose family, friends. You can there. Are, I, I think there's a lot to lose by coming but out. Also, no lie can live forever. Remember right. that no yeah. lie can live forever. As William Cullen Bryant said, "Truth crushed to earth will rise again. It will be found out." Yeah. So I hope. Uh, Why are you laughing over there, Jacob? Are you guys stay safe and you find the validation? What you're looking for from your friends and family by not coming out with it let's let's move on dear bob yeah. monet how do i stop falling in love with my fuck buddies i have an answer for this realizing that sex is just sex like sex is sex like i mean i mean if you are single and you and you're and you're having sex with these fuck buddies and hoping that they will eventually become relationships you have to realize that these fuck buddies are probably coming into it as like i'm just trying to fuck i'm just trying to come i'm just trying to suck some dick i'm trying to, i'm just trying to eat some pussy like that's all that they're probably going into it with so if you're not going to it with those same intentions hoping that you could that it will become something more then you're going to keep on falling in love with them maybe you could also try to set some boundaries you yeah. know if you're if you're dating your fuck buddy you'll probably fall in love with them if you're compatible also I mean, I don't fall, do people fall in love that frequently? I mean, how many times have you been in love, Monet? Like um, in love. I would say I've been in love like maybe four times. And you're 31? Yeah. I'm 35. I've been in love probably three times, probably three times in my life. And um keep falling in love with your like I don't fall in, I don't fall in love that easily. I mean, I I when did, really you that that you, when did you and Jacob say that you? did you and Jacob tell that you love each other? Jacob and I started saying we love each other right away, pretty much immediately. We, we what we do you said, mean immediately? Start, I mean, we had started dating, and about a week later, we were like, let's just start saying it, even if we don't mean it, and then eventually we will. Wait, that's not accurate. Oh wait, like what do you say? I mean, we, like we day dating, one, like less less than a maybe within a week, we were like laying asleep, and I said. Hey, I'm just gonna say I love you. I love you, like before I go to sleep. And let's just start saying it now. And um, I don't know if it's true yet or how we feel. It's pretty early in our relationship, but we'll just start saying I love you now and not make a big deal out of when we finally say it. We'll just say I love you, 
Bob, you're so cute. You bought my little stinky baby. You're so cute. Why so is that so that. cute? Because again, y'all, y'all know me. I, I get Bob's little isms, his little quirks. They really tickle me, and that's that is such a Bob thing. Like, hey, I don't know if I really mean it. I was gonna say I love you tonight, and eventually it worked. That is very Bob. That is so Bob. And it did work. And then, and, and now I really do love Jacob. And, and I don't, I don't remember the day where I said it and, and meant it, but I remember being like. But I, but I do know that now I love Jacob very, very much, and he's an integral part of my life, and I'm very grateful to have him in my life. Do you remember um, when you told me that yeah, you love me? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it I don't was, know. But I, say, but I say it a lot, though. It was November 13th, 19... You're so full of shit. I mean, sorry. To, no, I'm serious. 2016 is, when, is the first time you told me that you loved me. What, what, what were the circumstances? I was going out to do a gig, and you told me you loved me. Are you, I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I'm being serious. Where were we? You were at your old apartment. And you were leaving my place to go to a gig? Why would you be at my place before a gig? Bob, so many times I, I, I would get ready at your house with you in your little crunchy little apartment. Yes. We don't need to start attacking my, my home. I don't know why that <laughs> needs to start coming into play. I didn't say anything about your little, your little shitty apartment in the Bronx with your little, with your little glass chess piece from Walgreens in the corner. <laughs> Monet's have a chess board <laughs> in the corner of her apartment that she couldn't play, by the way. Monet can't play chess either, by the way. Monet was horrible. I played her one time. I'm, by the way, I'm not good at chess. I crushed Monet. I was like, oh my God, you're bad at this game. Um, and she just kept it proper. It was like one of those really cheap glass ones you see at Walgreens. Cheap? Excuse me. It was cheap. It was cheap, and you know it was cheap. Monet, you know that thing was cheap. You know that thing was cheap. Um, anyway, back to the question. I like Bob's idea of boundaries too. Like maybe that means not letting them sleep over. Maybe that means not doing certain things so that you don't fall in love with this person. Or maybe maybe if kissing is what 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 brings you to the loving point. Maybe you don't kiss. Maybe if it is. Um, maybe if yeah. Maybe if the movies you you watch together were too much. Like maybe it don't need to be Netflix and chill. Maybe y'all need to just chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, why don't you just consider dating one of your fuck buddies? Like, why can't y'all date? I think the thing might be the fuck buddies. I'm not trying to date. I think that's what is happening here. He said, "Because you, you ever had any really consistent fuck buddies? Like really consistent? Like oh yeah, for sure. Like for years, fuck buddies. For sure. Remember I was telling you about that guy Kenny that I used to hook up with when I used to not when I was the still in high school. name. Not well, I mean the name. Bob, the amount of Kennys that exist in the world. What are you talking about? The, that that went to your high school that fucked you. No, he was not in high school with me." I was we were I was in high school. I met him while I was in high school, and um and he and he he like periodically he'll still text me to this day, and I'm like, girl, I I, I have a boyfriend or something like that. Like I'm I'm not in New York anymore. Like leave, like uh, it's not cool. I'm and anonymous he, now. <laughs> one time one time Layla was in town, and there's this guy that she like hooks up with, and um she was like, you you know when you come to town, there's a hookup. You you try to see if you want if you want to fuck. You're, everyone a lot of people do this, right? So yeah. Layla reached out to this guy and was like, hey. And then, like, his first text back was, I'm monogamous now. <laughs> so, for a, so for a while, that was our me and me and uh, Layla's response to anything anyone would say. They'd be like, hey, do you guys want to go out tonight? I'm monogamous. <laughs> I'm monogamous now. Um, I, have, I have a couple of fuck buddies now that I still, to be honest, I have probably two fuck buddies who are not my partners that I, that are, like, currently in rotation. They don't live in the same town as I do. But whenever I'm in the town, like we definitely hang out. Yeah, and uh, do you do you ever find yourself falling in love with fuck buddies? Um, so I have a, a fuck buddy in San Francisco, 
And we're not we're not in love, but he's a really really good friend, and we we Got talk it. a lot. Well, not a lot. We text frequently, and whenever I'm in town, we definitely hang out. And I really like him, um, but but I'm not in love. Um, he's also in a relationship, and I have a fuck buddy from New York City who I actually did have feelings for, but I wasn't in love. But I did have feelings for him like a while back, like like before I even met Jacob. Got it. Thank you, horny heart, and I hope that I hope that helped. partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life and no i'm not talking about jacob i'm talking about my cat my cat's old food used to stink stank stunk y'all okay and i used to dread every time i had to feed miss colleen that old cat food was boring it was gray it was looking crazy and i could see colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Dear Bob and Monet, I'm having trouble getting over the hump and having anal sex. I'm too scared. Do you have any advice on making the first time any easier and less intimidating, both from a topping and bottom perspective? Sincerely, getting ready. It's Okay, I really feel like I need more information on you. I need to know if you're assigned female at birth or assigned male at birth because... That changes everything. Anal? Anal changes. If you're assigned female at birth versus assigned a male at birth, uh-huh. top, body, anal sex is completely different experience. Really? Be- because, you know, people who are assigned female at birth don't have prostates. Right, but you still have to get into the hole. It's not about making them come. I think I think the person is saying the pain. It's about the feel, but like I think the, the pleasure of having your prostate stimulated is a part of what makes anal sex so much more True. pleasurable for people who have who are assigned male at birth. Now there are lots of people who are assigned female. There are lots of people with pussies who love anal sex. I I've heard the stories. You see the videos on the internet. You heard about it in the paper. You've seen it in the news. Um, <laughs> well, well, anytime someone complains about having anal sex, in my mind, because as someone who bottoms a lot, I feel like. It is it's it's a uh, it's getting through the pain threshold of it because there's a thing bounce between. I don't bottom. I bottom a lot. Big dicks are only for show. Okay, it, first it of all, it has to be a big dick. Okay. If it's not a backbreaker, I can't take it. <laughs> well, like that's your, the, the, I have the, said, 
I have said. Let me say. Let me say what I have said on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because love... this is this where they gather. This is where they gather you in the comments, honey. <laughs> this is where they gather you. I have said the big dick comment thing, and I said guys with bigger dicks tend to want to get you ready and prep you and eat your ass out more because they know that they have a big piece of material. So, whereas guys with who may not necessarily have bigger penises, they just feel like they can just spit on it and go forward, or they can just they don't have to do anything because. Maybe people they mess with, they can just slip right on and it's good. But guys don't have a bigger dick. You know that nine times out of ten, you need to work it. You need to get it ready or else nothing can happen. So I feel like they always take more time to prepare a bottom to have sex. I was listening to The Breakfast Club with Charlamagne the God and they have they were having a discussion about penis size. Uh-huh. And Charlemagne kept going on and on about how his penis is really average size. And he's like, who wants these big dicks? And my dick is completely average. And then he kept saying stuff like, honestly, yeah. And then a caller would call in and be like, honestly, big dicks are horrible. They ruined me and, and it's not even fun. And then Charlie was like, yeah, I'm happy with my average eight and a half. Yeah, fuck those big, huge dicks. Me and my little happy eight and a half are happy. And I was like, these two things you're saying aren't correlating. Well, here's the thing. People say penis measurements, and I, I don't think they realize. Maybe Charlamagne does have an eight and a half inch dick, but let me tell y'all, eight and a half inches of penis, that is a that is a very big average. So why is he saying average? Why is he keeping on? Me and my little average eight and a half are great. Why is he saying that? I think his dick is less than that, but he's just saying it because right. He doesn't that's want what, to give the real number. That's that's my point. Uh, eight and a half inches. Um, very few people probably have eight and a half inches of dick. What I was gonna say before Bob rudely interrupted me is that Charlamagne maybe has like an. A, oh, I could have done good, it way more rudely. Charlamagne probably has a good and a good and plenty seven inch dick, and seven inches of dick that is a that is a that is a lot of penis. That is a big penis. That will I mean, like that is long. Like look, if you have a ruler or a tape measure, pull out your tape measure ruler right now. And look at how long seven inches is. That is a lot of dick. Oh. More importantly, ask yourself how big you think your phone is and then Google the dimensions and you'll gag. Right. Um, Or you won't because you don't gag. Um, I think that when it comes to anal sex, here's something that's important to remember. Anal sex isn't for everyone. You don't, if if you are queer or if you're not queer, whatever your situation is, you don't feel like you have to have, everyone doesn't have to have anal sex or take stuff in their butt. It is not, everyone's bodies are built differently differently. Our pleasure centers, our nerve endings are all different. So it just feels different for different people. If you are dedicated to having anal sex, I would say lots of lube, lots of lube. I mean, more than you think you need. Use as much as you mm-hmm. think you need and then do two more squirts. Make sure you are you feel confident. You want to clean your butthole out. Feel you, if you don't feel confident, you're not going to want to do it. If yeah, you, you, you should always you, douche until the water is running clear. If there is still a little, a little, a, a little murky, you want to do it again to make sure it's clear, because then you feel good. But also, when you're douching, you don't need to be using these like one gallon bulbs. Like you're not trying to clean out your entire intestine. You're trying to clean out right. the first, the first like ten inches of your intestines. That's right. all you're trying to clean out. Yeah, don't overdouching be is a real thing. Overdouching is a real thing. You get a lot of water in there, and then when y'all fucking, it gets real squirty, squirty, and like, and then you, because if you overdouche, then you're gonna push the water too far up. You you you're bringing shit down that's all the way by your fucking abdomen, abdomen, abdomen. Oh my god, like abdomen. abdomen. Jesus Christ, and you're bringing yeah, all you, that. You pulling that food that hasn't even been digested. A full hoagie yeah. comes out. So you don't want to overdouche. That's the problem too. That's a joke. There's, you can't you can't douche out undigested. But just everyone just everyone knows. Again, right. we're not medical professionals, but you you want to make sure that you that you're clean because if you don't feel confident, I don't think you'll be you'll be able to perform at your best. Although I've, I've some people are just like, girl, whatever. You get what you get. You don't get upset. Um, right. And 
be with someone who's going to understand that this is your first time and that you mm-hmm. need some patience. If the person is not paying, I feel like it is, it is okay to let them know, hey, this is my first time. So please be patient with me. Please. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, and also, so you said from topping and bottoming. So, so from a bottom, you want to be with someone who is going to um, lube you up properly, who is going to finger you a little bit, or use, or, or you can also use toys that aren't as big as a penis to help, to help open you up more. That's something that they can do. They can also perform um, oral sex on your hole, because that, again, that helps massage your hole, get it, get it, Analingus. Yes, it will analingus and get it relaxed to top. Another thing, again, I don't I don't use them, but a lot of people do recommend them, especially at sex wise or whatever. People use poppers because poppers help you relax. But again, poppers is a. T- I mean, they sell it at stores. It's, it's poppers. Not when they tell drug. everyone to do drugs. Not when they I tell mean, everyone to do drugs. I mean, the, people I use it. The, I don't use it, but honestly, crack. It feels good to fuck on crack. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't do it. But if you want to do crack, I've heard fucking on crack feels good. I've and heard fucking a, on meth feels great. I've heard it. I'm, I oh don't God. do it. And for if you're coming from a top perspective, I think that you want to make the bottom feel as good as possible, which means doing all the things I mentioned. Like you have to, you have to want to engage the hole and and make it relax and make it feel comfortable before you just start sticking a fucking dick in there. Don't be the type of top. You kiss for a little bit, the bottom sucks your dick, and then you just go in and try to fuck them. Like, no, you need to finger them, use toys to get it open, um, analingus, all those things to help the hole feel relaxed. Also, check in with your partner, listen to them, ask them out loud, how is that? Does that feel good? That can also be a sexy question. Does that feel good is a sexy question. But also, be prepared for them to be like, no, no, not great. Oh. Not great. And then you have to adjust accordingly. So, you know, there's also a new term called aside. Have you heard of this term? What the fuck is aside? Aside, a aside, Yakub. Not a, not a top, not a bottom. They're aside. It's a person who doesn't, who doesn't have anal sex. Like a, like a gay man who doesn't have anal sex. I've aside. never heard of that term. It's, it's like it got popularized on TikTok in 2020. Um, so no, anyway, no, so boss trying to get reported on the news. It, it got popular on so TikTok around 2020. Popularized on on the app TikTok in the year 2020. Side is a new term uh, to describe gay, whatever. Um, so anyway, that is a that is my advice to you, and um, just know that you know take some time. And also, last thing I'll say too is like if you're going to try to loosen your butthole up with uh, toys before the real deal, just know that um, that's it's not the same thing. Like What's when not the same when, thing? when 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 a when a um an actual penis or a um strap attached to a person shows up, it is different because when you have your hand behind this toy trying to make it work versus a person thrusting their hips, the game will change. It will so if you practice at home with a toy, it will not feel the same as when a person who is over a hundred pounds maybe over 200 pounds, maybe over 300 or 400 pounds, is thrusting their bodies at you. It will feel different. Be prepared for that. Oh, I was. I will also say too, practicing at home before you do the, the real thing, like douching, like you by yourself at home, douching by yourself at home, getting toys um, and like dildos that are similar to the dicks that you want to take or that you or, or, or you feel like you can take because then you can practice on yourself and you can find out like what positions feel good for you like if you like doing it more like doggy style or missionary like if do you, do you like the head going up or down like there are different things that you might like and then you can only find that out obviously by having a lot of sex but by practicing with toys and on yourself at home so knowing like what you're good at and how you feel good yeah find someone that you trust like our last listeners they have they found their twin brother find someone that you trust who knows you oh knows God. your body like it's their own 
Just kidding. Oh my um, god. Let's, let's go into our next. Um. All right, dear Bob and Monet, I I met a guy online. The guy flaked on me an hour before our first our fourth date. Oh, so this this is fourth. Okay, the guy flaked on me an hour before our fourth date. That's hard to say. He's been great every other uh, every other date, but this seems like a red flag. I'm trying to do better at setting boundaries because I've never set them before. Should I call the whole thing off or let him know it's not okay and I won't be there won't be a third chance if it happens again? A third chance? I thought that was only the third. first time it happened. Yeah. We're missing a piece of the story. I think this person is full of shit, and I'm, this person really dodged a bullet by ghosting you. No, I'm being, I'm oh, my kidding. God. I just want to be respectful for myself. First of all, you're untrustworthy. You said second chance. It wasn't the first. This person really dodged a bullet. I'm fucking with your ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, um, I would say... Go ahead. It's a red flag. Ghosting is a red flag. Go- ghosting is okay, a Okay, ghosting and flaking flag. are different. Oh, the name is Ghosted. Yeah, but oh, I don't think this Jacob, this 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 is not this this I think Jacob put that this is not okay, ghosting yeah, someone. This is flaking. You're right. I think that uh, also we need more information. What is their excuse? Like, did did someone die in the family, or did they just say I'm not feeling well? Also, sometimes it's okay for people to like work on their mental health. What if they're like, what 2020 was rough? What if they're like, girl, I'm having a rough day, and I just need to be. I I can't go out today. I don't have the social. Um, I don't have what it takes to go out into the world today. So please understand that I won't be joining you joining you tonight. Or do they just say, I ain't coming. Bye. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm Bob is taking the very diplomatic approach. I'm gonna go gonna go on the on the ratchet side. The person was like, like y'all had plans to meet at the coffee shop at four o'clock. You showed up at four o'clock and the person just didn't show up. I think or did they didn't show up and they didn't text. I think that is a really bad, nasty flake. But if y'all were gonna meet at four o'clock and the person hit you up at like 350 like hey i know we're supposed to meet up in 10 minutes but i just really can't today i'm really sorry let's do it again next time i also think that's a bit of a red flag well i'm gonna say that's a yellow flag i'm like bitch you waited 10 minutes because if we're gonna meet at four o'clock you knew before before 350 oh let me they fixed me an hour okay an hour before i feel that i feel that's reasonable and i think that if the person is fourth date they showed up three times yeah yeah i think i don't think you should you should cut them off for that yeah, I think that you should, um, if you're comfortable with date, if you're comfortable enough with this person, ask them why they flaked. If they're comfortable enough telling you, you can assess if that was a good enough reason for you. Um, but I, I don't think you should. I think you. I think people deserve more than more than more chances than that. In my with Andy and I, we we something similar at, towards like uh, it was like maybe after our like fourth date, actually similar to this. It wasn't like a flake. So we we had made plans to meet up for lunch at three o'clock. Well, he was gonna come to my place, and then we're gonna go to get lunch somewhere or or get coffee somewhere, or something like that. And then three o'clock came around, and I didn't hear anything from him. Now, granted, he was at work, so he had like an hour break in his work day. He was gonna just swing by my house and get coffee together, yeah. And then three o'clock came around, I never heard from him, and I didn't text or say anything. And then he texted me later. He was like, "Hey, how's your day? Like, are you gonna come over tonight, whatever?" And I was like. Did you remember what we were supposed to have lunch? We were supposed to get coffee earlier? And he was like, oh, my God, why didn't you text me? And so, but so that's not like a bad. So in that moment, I was kind of feeling like you. I'm like, does this motherfucker flake on me? Did he ghost on me? But I could have also taken the initiative to ask more and to be like, hey, is this still happening? Instead of just being like, you tried to play me. You flaked on me when that really wasn't the case. Yeah, I think that that this person deserves another chance and... I think that I'm, I'm. I think that what you're doing is is tray mature. 
Yeah. Do that too. They, so thank you, Ghosted. Yeah. Dear Bob and Monet, is it wrong that I get turned on when a white man uses slurs while topping me? Ooh, girl. I feel so horrible about this. I'm African-American, and lately I've been on a road to opening up my sexual exploration. I'm worried because I think I've gone too far to find this enjoyable. Sincerely, kink-shamed. Girl, 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 girl. Um, speaking from, I mean, have you, I mean, you are a grown person experiencing sex you can go as far as you want to you can go and you can do as much as you want i think that's up to you i mean if 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 after these if after this sexual experience you feel bad about yourself um after because in the moment right you're finding it pleasurable you're finding it enjoyable if after it's over you like feeling down about yourself you're like oh i can't believe i did that then i think that's something that you need to explore but i mean if you like it who no one can tell you that it's not right yeah, being degraded in the bedroom is a big kink for a lot of people, and everyone has lines that they draw. It's really important to set, set boundaries. Yes, when you're when you're with people, and if you are both consenting adults and you find that attractive, um, as I, I think Monet's right, as long as you don't feel bad afterwards, if it's it sounds like it's affecting you negatively. Yeah, um, it's, it sounds like it's negatively impacting your mental health because you don't feel good about it or maybe that maybe you need to do some more work on your on yourself to find out if you actually do feel okay with it um maybe take a a deeper look into why you want why yeah yeah and if you think that exploring that with a partner that you trust is healthy then i don't i don't see the problem with it but if it's leaving you feeling bad then i think that you should bitch abort abort mission i'm not one of the folks who's like never never you're adults you're both adults you know do what feels good yeah, I mean, as for me, I know that could work for me. And again, I'm into things like choking, slapping, all that shit. But you can't be calling me no niggas in the bedroom. That's not gonna work. I, I, that's just that just wouldn't work for me. You can't be calling me a black monkey, a negro, or whatever. That just can't work for me. But bitch, if you can, if it's helping you get your rocks off, then I guess that's fine and dandy for you, mama. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm certainly not gonna kink shame anyone. Um, dear Bob and Monet. I have an entanglement. How do I find out where we stand uh, and how to go on? Uh, Can I take this one, or do you want to go take it? Please, this go ahead, take it. Open and honest communication. Say, are we de- I you say first of all, say how you feel, and say what you want, and then ask what you want to know. I have feelings for you. I would like a relationship. How do you feel? Don't get the guessing games. This is it exhausting. It's if sucks. you're in the middle of a guessing game with this person right now, that sounds like a horrible kickoff to a relationship. It's a red flag. It 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 it, it is a precursor to the rest of your relationship. It is really it is really setting yourself up to be really upset and annoyed because you are you're just playing games. Like you don't want to guess. There's no guessing. I hate guessing. I hate the idea of guessing in a relationship. What's going on and how the other person yeah. feels? That sounds yeah. horrible to me. I agree. Um, you know, in in my previous two relationships, it's been very straightforward, like how we're feeling, whatever. But in the past, I told you, I used to date dudes that were DL, dudes that like stuff like that. So that would it would like it would affect my mental health so badly. And now looking back on it, I can really see how much it was really fucking me up because it was always in this like nebulous of what are we? We can't do this together. We can't say this because people don't like. And like, and then they couldn't call me their boyfriend because of what that meant. And like, 
toxic masculinity and the homophobia, internalizing homophobia that they had about themselves, it's all really, really, really not good for your mental state. So entanglements, we get it. They they happen. They're very easy to happen, especially when it comes from a fuck buddy or whatever it is. And I think Bob is really is right. Just like being like, hey, this is how I feel. I like really like you. I like really like you. I like spending time with you. I like having sex with you. I like when we get to do this thing, this and that. I would like to be a boyfriend. Like, is that like, how do you feel about that? And then, but also you have to be ready for them to be like, bitch, yeah, I'm not, I'm not about that. Cause then that can fuck you up too. But I think knowing is better than playing the guessing game. Yeah. I once told a guy that I was really into him and he was like, I'm not into you. And I was like, all right, I'm so glad we had this chat. Did it hurt? Yes. I was very upset. Um, but I got over it and I'm feeling much better now. And I was able to really rip that bandaid off and, you know, you listen to some Sam Smith, you listen to some Lauryn Hill, and and you um you listen to uh, the Lemonade album. Well, that's more of a my ex, my boyfriend's cheating on me album. Yeah. Um, and you you know you you keep moving. That's how I that's how it works for me anyway. Thank you, situationship. Next question. Dear Baba Monet, how do you guys feel about asexuality in the gay community? As someone who identifies as a gay, asexual man, I feel like because a lot of gay culture is centered around the act of sex, it can be difficult to fit in with or relate to some gay men when a lot of gay culture revolves around something I have no real interest in. It just feels isolating sometimes. Sincerely, feeling left out. Um, I get that. You know, I feel like I have a couple asexual friends. They don't identify as that. But in our conversations and in in the things that we talk about and discuss, it seems like that's what they are. And I do agree. Gay, gay, uh, the queer community is heavily, heavily, heavily talks about sex, thinks about sex. And sex is a really big part of the fabric of our community because, again, as younger people, we were we couldn't find people to experiment experience, experiment with who are, our, who are our own age and et cetera, et cetera. So I get it why sexuality is such a big, sex, sorry, is such a big thing for the queer community. And it can be sobering, not sobering, it can be isolating. I, I get that. But I don't know, how do we make asexuality more acceptable? Not more acceptable, I think people accept it. It's just sex is a big thing. Yeah, well, being ace or asexual is a very real thing. There's um, a couple people who famously came forward as asexual. I think Lathe Ashley famously came forward as asexual. Really? And yeah, I think people think that because you're asexual, it means you literally have no sexual attraction. That's not how that works. Some people just have some people who are asexual have just really specific sexual attractions. Sometimes it doesn't involve actual sex. Sometimes people who are asexual do have sex. It's um, it's more complicated than just someone who has no physical attraction to anyone. That's not quite right. how it works. Um, it's like they're not, they're not, they're not a fucking plant. Like when they yeah. asexual, they think of asexual plants or asexual uh, jellyfish or whatever. They just procreate on their own or whatever. That's not what that means. Yeah, and some people are um, you know, emotionally attracted to people, but not demisexuals. And also vice versa, people are physically attracted but not emotionally attracted. And that's how they that's how they express their asexuality. And I think that as long as you're you know being open with yourself and honest with yourself, and you know you are um, a minority within a minority, so you're going to have a harder time. You are going to have a harder time. Um, you know what's wrong looking for? Uh, connecting with and relating to other people in um, the queer space. But there's also lots of spaces online for asexual people. Um, to talk about what it feels like and what it means to be a part of that as well. And I do think that asexual people do belong in the queer community. Oh, for sure. Um, I I believe that wholeheartedly. 
Um, so yeah, I think it's really going to be about, you're going to have to find a sense of your own self, um, because it is probably going to be harder to find more asexual people, quite frankly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. We have one more Monet. Oh my God, this has been really fun to do. We have one more. Um, okay, which a little new voice? You don't even sound like you're having fun. Can you put some inflection in there so, so we can fucking believe you? Well, a big part of um, me protecting my voice is not talking with a lot of inflection. But you have to take Ugh. my word for it. You have to take my word for it. Well, we don't read the read the next submission, please. Dear Bob and Monet, my sister walked in on me having sexual relations with a family friend of some sort in the kitchen. Word of some sort. Yeah, okay, in the future, I want y'all to sprinkle in more details. Because this is, which family friend? Is this the babysitter? Is this your, is this your, is this, uh, your mom's friend? My sister walked in on me having sexual relations with a family friend of some sort in the kitchen. I was positioned doggy style oh. in the chair. Oh. So oh I'm assuming that, like, they had their knees on the chair. They were holding the back of the chair. And oh as soon God. as he put it in, she walked in. But I didn't notice he did. And he kind of just froze, but what? I was ready, so I kept going. Then I heard footsteps walk away and got scared. I was like, oh, shit. But we still kept going, and he finished. Me and him laughed about it, but I tried to talk to her after he left, and now my sister isn't talking to me, and is there's this weird tension between us. What do I do? How can I fix this? Um, I, that is ahead, a lot. I, I, I think last one. You, you take this one. Okay, um, so you want to re- first of all, let's talk about a few things. Well, you heard someone come in the kitchen, but I mean, I get it. When you're when you're in the heat of the moment, bitch, you're about to get that dick. You're thinking about the repercussions they after. Heat. They literally just started. They literally just started. I mean, but but bitch, you you're still in heat. You're like, bitch, I'm about to get that dick. Like, I'm this nigga about to come, about to paint these walls. I'm about to, he's about to come in these guts. Like, I'm down. So like, I feel like they were like ready. They're oh going God, I'm about to paint these walls, right? <laughs> I'm about to shit on these walls, right? But so in the in, in the heat of the moment, you weren't thinking about it. But then afterwards, you're like, fucker. But well, y'all laughed about it. Oh, also, some things are missing. Like, how old are you? How old is your sister? Like. Are y'all like grown adults, like living together, or like I, there are so no, many how things? Does your sis- how does your sister know this friend? Did your sister fuck this friend too? What do you mean, family friend? Is he is he much older than the two of you? We, we are missing so many details. There's a lot. Way. There's a lot. There's a lot. But uh, how, how you can fix it? I mean, I think your sister, depending on how old they are. Um, your sister needs time to be like, this is crazy. Or you can also just apologize. I w- okay, I would do this. I would send her a text, be like, hey, Marissa. I mean, your sisters be like, "Are you is is everything cool?" or "Sorry about that," or I don't know. You don't have to talk to your sis. I would text her first if you don't want to. If you're uncomfortable with a face on face interaction, gauge how she responds from that, and then go knock on her room later, or or go to her house wherever she lives from you. Also, if you don't live alone, don't be fucking in the kitchen. Like this is a like this. You live in a house with other people who are walking around like people do because it's a fucking house. Don't fuck in the kitchen. Fuck in your fucking bedroom. Don't spread your fucking pussy juice and come all around the house for people to sit in after you done, like, no. Unless you know your home. And then clean your shit up. If you know your home by yourself, everyone's like, I'm leaving for the weekend. I will not be back. Then maybe fuck. But it sounds like y'all didn't do any checking. You just was ready to get blasted from the back. Oh, bitch. I used to have sex in my kitchen take, when I used to live. Take, you're ready to take back shots in, on the chair at the dining room 
over the leftovers. <laughs> yeah, but like, wow, the turkey gravy is really sour today. What's going on, Martha? Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't. This person did not tell us their their gender, but I think that it is safe to say that you did not do your due diligence and make sure you were home by yourself. So in the future, just be more um, thoughtful of the people around you and try to consider that, you know, someone else is going to um, pour sweet tea on that counter later. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, in the future. So thank you so much, Messi. But in the future, guys, when y'all send us these, we need just a little more detail to give accurate advice. Maybe you're leaving out a bunch of these details because your sister listens to Sibling Rivalry podcast and um, she's going to hear the story. So but just give us a little more details, y'all, so we can give y'all like thoughtful answers. Um, can I ask you some advice before we go? What? Oh my god! I know it's gonna be so silly. It's gonna be something so ridiculous. Well, okay, you quite presumptuous of you. Okay, what is it, Bob? Coming, I have a gig coming up today, and I'm not sure what I should wear. I was told I could do it out of drag. I'm gonna be DJing, and I'm wondering, like, how dressed up should I get? It's a Christmas party. I think you should. If you're DJing out of drag, you should, are. Are you getting paid for this gig? No. You're not getting paid for it. Do you respect the people? Do you like the people doing the, this this event? I do a lot. So I think that if you these people you love and support, you can show up in a nice, cute outfit. I wouldn't come up in what you're wearing right now. That will maybe wear your Ivy Park outfit or like one of like your little one of your little tent dresses with like your boots, like your hat. Like wear a cute outfit. Don't come in there wearing what you're wearing now. I actually, think, I actually think I am getting paid. It's not It's not like a ton, but I am, I am getting paid a little bit. Oh, so you're, so you're getting paid. Um, you agree to the gigs. So you should have a cute boy look on, for sure. Don't gender my clothes. Don't you ever just... Uh, these are the pronouns you asked me to call you by, bitch. <laughs> okay, first of all, boy is not a pronoun. Let's just get that clear. Well, wow. uh, it's... Uh, college it's, graduated. How's, how's uh, three jobs in college going, huh? Summa cum laude? <laughs> yeah, someone does come loudly, and it's you. Okay, can I ask you one before we go? Yeah, of course. No, I'm, I'm, I, I really, you know, I always ask you for advice. Um, so as you know, I'm um, best friends with this guy that's really, like, abusive, and he's, like, a bully, and he's very aggressive. I just want to know, like, how can I foster more meaningful relationships with <laughs> Why did you put your camera off? You know, I'll say what you can probably do, honestly, is maybe move to a new town. Maybe move somewhere to like L.A. And then when you get there, hang out with your other friends and make sure you don't invite him. That's probably <laughs> the most important thing. Go to movies. Go eat Korean barbecue. Um, have game nights. Um, and whatever you do, do not invite him. And then whenever he confronts you about why you never invite, go to, go out to Joshua Tree. Have go celebrate <laughs> people's birthday parties. And whenever he asks you why he's not invited, say stuff like you wouldn't like it anyway, or say stuff like, um, <laughs> well, you were you had your surgery and couldn't talk, or or say something. Try stuff like that. Go see a, go see the movie Aretha, a movie that you know would have inspired him. Um, a movie you were not you in town. You were not here. I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know it was me. Oh. Oh, my God. This is very telling. Very oh telling. You are... I genuinely want to physically punch you in the face. Just try stuff like that, and it I might work out. I want to physically hurt you in the face right now. 
Well, good luck getting out of uh, Texas a lot, honey. <laughs> oh, you you talk about physical assault? You're you're on the tour with the old the old one two punch Elizabeth ever herself. You're, bitch, you're traveling with the Evander Holyfield of drag, honey. <laughs> Let, let's see if you make it out of this bitch alive. <laughs> now dance. <laughs> And now it's time to dance. <laughs> All right, I love you very much, bro. I love you very too. I love you very Bye. much too. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.